turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Very heavy snow in Colorado. The National Weather Service has issued a winter storm warning. Forecasters say they expect 18 to 24 inches of snow to fall in Denver and Boulder till Sunday night. The Colorado Department of Transportation is warning that road closures are highly likely. Transportation officials are asking people not to make unnecessary trips. Correspondent Andrew Stewart, authorities now say a child has died and two adults hospitalized for exposure. That following a search and rescue mission in the mountains. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi quickly pushing a job and infrastructure package she says will be fiscally sound. However, Republicans disagree with the Biden administration's focus on the environment and how to pay for a new infrastructure plan. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, Senator Cornyn breaks down the so-called COVID relief package. Ninety percent of it doesn't have anything to do with COVID-19. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just a little bit after 4 p.m. here at AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian. And for the weather today, it's going to be high 59 degrees and sunny. Who's going to come out on top in this year's College Hoops Tournament? Create the perfect bracket at AM 1280, The Patriot, and you could win a million dollars. You can modify your bracket anytime before the 17th. Craft your bracket and find details at our fan club page. AM 1280, The Patriot. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. So you're searching online for that perfect sermon series that you can really dig into, but you can't seem to find what you're looking for. I suggest you give GodTube.com a try. GodTube.com is loaded with sermons from well-known and revered Bible teachers who cover every topic you can imagine. And there are no shady comment threads or questionable content. Just great sermon after sermon. Hear God's Word daily, grow deeper in your faith, and be inspired by the sermon section on GodTube.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like the Liberty Bell and its crack. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. This is Dennis Prager along with my fellow host Mike Gallagher. We both want to invite you to join us for a trip of a lifetime to the Holy Land this October 27th to November 5th. I've been all over the world, but I can never get enough of the great state of Israel. You will be amazed and inspired in your faith. Dennis and I have planned every detail minute by minute of this trip to make sure you have the best experience possible. We're confident by October our trip will be safe, especially because Israel is the leading country in the world 
world in COVID vaccinations. Join us as we sail on the Sea of Galilee in boats that are replicas of the ones Jesus sailed in with his disciples. Walk the steps of the old city of Jerusalem and join us for a Shabbat service that will reenact the old traditions. It's something you'll never forget. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. That's StandWithIsraelTour.com. Aren't you ready to travel again? We are. So come join us. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. It's Bernie Sunday, 4 o'clock, and, so and that means it's Bernie the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and every Sunday at 4 o'clock, we talk politics, Israel, and the law. We will do that this week. We had planned on having Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan on the show, but Yesterday, she had to uh, cancel due to a travel schedule that got changed on her. And uh, it appears she will be on a plane at the time of this show that she could not avoid. So we will try to get her back on the air. But it's going to be uh, an exciting show, a number of things to talk about nonetheless. As you may recall, if you were listening, and many of you were last week, when we were talking with author and CEO Howard Root, uh, we got into, toward the end of the show, uh, the issue of uh, cancel culture. Howard gave us his opinion, his judgment on it. I want to complete uh, that part of our discussion and... uh, Add to what Howard Root was talking about last week. We entered that segment talking about Dr. Seuss and the canceling of six of the Seuss books, two of which were all-time bestsellers, uh, now canceled, uh, no longer in publication. And the point that Howard made, which was interesting, and I want to talk about in a minute, is that this cancellation was done by the publishers, by the foundation themselves, not by some outside group, based upon them wanting to get ahead of uh, the culture that would have canceled them in their judgment. And when this starts to occur, free speech is not just at the end of the point of the spear, but uh, that spear has been driven into the heart of this liberty and freedom in our Bill of Rights. So we're going to talk about cancel culture on the show today uh, to begin with, but also we're going to do a look back of COVID-19 and give you some plain and simple uh, numbers to look at and then make up your or make your own judgment of what they mean. Many of you, many of you may shy away from what they apparently mean by identifying different reasons for why the numbers are the way they are. Others will take the numbers at face value. Each, and we can still do this in, the, in, our, uh, in this country, Uh, Each of us can make up our own mind. But I will give you some numbers with some pretty basic, smart, plain talk. That's what we do on the Victory Hour. Then we're going to talk about politics. Uh, Some very, very early 
discussion regarding presidential politics in 2024 and more so focus on a little bit of what we were going to talk to Jennifer Carnahan about uh, that I will pick up on. Um, Where is the Republican Party? Where is it headed? Where does it sit today? Is it in as much a state of disarray as the left-wing media would have you believe? And lastly, if we do have time, we're going to talk about the Israeli elections uh, briefly and give you a bit of a primer on those coming up uh, in just about... Oh, what, a week and a half, 10 days, nine days from now? Now, uh, one thing to note, Israeli elections, they do not have early voting. They also do not have absentee voting. You need to get up, go to the polls, and vote on the day of the election. It's a novel idea. It's one that works in Israel. Some might say, well, in this country, with people traveling outside of their state, because Israel is one confined electorate across the country. There aren't states or provinces, for example, uh, where they tally the votes and have an electoral college like we do. So there are reasons, for sure, why there might be absentee voting if you are not going to be at home or in your residential state uh, of voting uh, to vote on the day of the election. And if that's the case, an absentee ballot can be secured, and it has been for many, many years a rule here. But we're going to talk about the uh, Middle East and the Israeli uh, elections coming up, so stay with us for that as well. I know many of you, and I thank you once again for listening to the Victory Hour. Uh, Many of you are listening coast-to-coast, live streaming. We're uh, live on Facebook. Go there now. Uh, uh, You can also listen to us on podcast all week long and even thereafter. And we're replayed at 6 o'clock every Sunday following the show at 4 Central. We're replayed on Freedom 1570 here at Salem Communications. So, if you want to join the show today, give us a call at 651-289-4488, 651-289-4488. Pull out that number two pencil and yellow pad, jot it down, 651-289-4488. There may be some things controversial uh, that you want to disagree with. I welcome you to call. Or there may be some things that uh, you want to echo and you have some additional thoughts, feel free to call. Looking at the cancel culture, you know, there is a, uh, a big lawsuit, uh, a significant lawsuit, that has been filed by the Dominion Election Software. It's called Dominion Voting Systems, Inc., uh, regarding the the election software used in a number of states across the country, uh, central and some of the battleground states. And those who believe that it is a, an election system by Dominion that, that was uh, procured and, and put out there in these states, uh, that it was uh, corrupted and that it was open to be corrupted. Uh, and they have expressed that. They have been canceled. Uh, Anyone who has brought up election fraud has been canceled, has been told that there is no basis for it, there is no foundation for it, and therefore they will not be allowed to talk about it. This just, you know, this started back just a week or, or less after the election and continued. And this cancellation continued as well to silence and to threaten those who had a different opinion. The facts, or at least the specific details, much of which we may already know, much of which may still be uh, being gathered. 
full investigations. There are a number of court cases out there right now in which the merits of these charges are being assessed and looked at. The mainstream media would have you believe that all challenges to the election are over. They have been conducted and thrown out of court. Trump lost 59 out of 60 cases or whatever the numbers are that they're touting nowadays. Well, the fact of the matter is there are uh, cases in courts across the country that have gotten by motions to dismiss regarding election fraud or that are uh, continuing as we speak, and we'll see how they come out. One of those is the Dominion lawsuit. It's a different lawsuit, though. It's a lawsuit against uh, Mike Lindell and MyPillow. And it is a lawsuit for defamation, claiming that Mike Lindell and through Mike Lindell, uh, my pillow, uh, defamed Dominion uh, voting systems. And uh, my pillow has uh, retained as lead litigation counsel in that uh, case, yours truly, and we will be working on that case. I don't want to talk about that case. On the air, uh, I don't want to litigate the case uh, in the media. But it certainly raises a number of issues uh, regarding the First Amendment and cancel culture. Um, So without speaking about the case, I do want to talk about the First Amendment and cancel culture. Uh, You know, before we get into it, this case is an enormous case. Uh, It it may be one of the biggest cases uh, related, you know, to the First Amendment and how that interfaces with defamation law uh, of our lifetime. Uh, In fact, uh, we have uh, retained Alan Dershowitz as a part of our team and. He uh, will be working with us on the case, uh, not grounded so much in the uh, you know the election fraud issue, but grounded certainly in the First Amendment and Alan Dershowitz's belief in the First Amendment. The First Amendment is not there in order to protect uh, popular figures people that are speaking freely and openly, who everyone loves and, and is in good stead with the mainstream media. No, the First Amendment uh, is there to protect unpopular figures and, and more so unpopular speech because that is the speech that needs protection. And that's why Amazon continues to sell The Hitler book, Mein Kampf. But due to the pressure of this new cancel culture, Amazon has burned, effectively, pulled, numerous other books that are no longer being sold, that are, well, you know, setting aside Amazon for a minute, you know, Dr. Seuss, no longer in publication, Mein Kampf still is. And and it's out of this fear, this sense of people not being able to speak openly about their opinion. This sense that people will not be able to sort through all of the different opinions out there, factual and otherwise, to determine what is real, what is true, what is racist and what is not racist. Because we need to be able to sort through that as a society, as a community together. As opposed to some people threatening, intimidating, and thereby silencing other people. And through that, determining what is heard and what is not. That is not freedom of speech. That is not this society. And it never has been. And so if people are out there with solid facts that can be proven in court or not, 
claiming that this election uh, was stolen. And here are some facts that I've seen that I believe causes me to believe that. They should be allowed to say it. Simply. Fact of the matter is, the facts may be an avalanche. Or they may be minimal. It may just be an opinion. Well, there are some out there that are using the court system to intimidate and threaten, to to silence and cancel. There are some out there that are using social media to attack, threaten, diminish, and destroy other people because they they want them silenced. Or to boycott, from an economic perspective, to boycott. Large corporations are doing that now. Individuals are doing it, so large corporations are following suit. It is a dangerous time. That's what I wanted to follow up with. uh, Howard Root from last week's show. It's an important concept. Few are more important. And I plan on working on it for the next many, many years, as long as I'm practicing law. Make sure you stay with us. We're going to take a short break here on the Victory Hour. And when we come back, we're going to talk some smart plane talk regarding COVID-19. Let's look at the numbers. Go to ParkerDK.com on this short break. Miss you already. Stay tuned. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. As we commemorate our 20th year on air, we also celebrate another powerful year of the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. Join us on Saturday the 20th from 1 to 5 for a very special edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, presented by Great Garage Door. You'll hear favorite voices from years past like John Hinderocker, Ed Morrissey, King Banyan, and more. We are AM 1280, The Patriot. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. 
Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself one of the family. We take it to you so strong. It's clear we're going, going to, to get, get along. One of the family. That's right. Consider yourself one of the family, uh, the Victory Hour family. We welcome you again to the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and this week we're going to talk here about COVID-19 and the numbers in retrospect. Taking a look back before we do, I wanted to tell you all next week on the Victory Hour, Uh, and he has been a guest a couple of times already, is Dr. Scott Jensen. But uh, previously, when he was a guest on the Victory Hour, he had not announced his run for governor. But this time around, it will be post that announcement. And we're going to talk to uh, Dr. Jensen about why he's throwing his hat in the ring, what he expects on the campaign trail, and what his message, uh, what the message is he's delivering to Minnesotans. Try to convince them to support the Jensen campaign. It certainly would be a different Minnesota if Scott Jensen were governor compared to Governor Tim Walz. can tell you that. And one reason is because of their differing views regarding the handling of COVID-19. Let me just give you some straight-out numbers. In the United States, as of today, uh, just shy, and sadly, just shy of 539,000 people have passed away from COVID-19, according to the official numbers. Now, those numbers have been challenged, but nobody really likes to, nor should they like to, fight about what the exact numbers are of death. The fact of the matter is, those numbers uh, are likely high. But no matter, 539,000 approximately people uh, have, have died of, of COVID. And 431,000 plus were over the age of 65. A little more than 80% of all COVID deaths in the United States are of people over the age of 65. And many more who are under the age of 65 but suffer from uh, chronic, certain chronic illnesses can be added to that number. So it's, it's not 80% in the two categories of high risk, that is, over the age of 65 and uh, well, or uh, chronic uh, uh, high-risk, uh, suffering from chronic high-risk disease, one of those two, you're, you're going to be in the under 65 who do not suffer from uh, a, a serious uh, chronic disease is going to be less than 100,000 deaths. Now, that's still a lot of deaths from COVID-19, but over a one-year period, uh, that <clears throat> you, you question whether that number should have caused us to shut down society. Now, some will say, well, if you hadn't shut down society, that number would be much greater. The problem with that is that's not what the numbers show either. In fact, there was an article, and even the mainstream media is starting to recognize this, which is shocking. There was an article by the AP put out on the line yesterday, which caught my eye because it was written by an AP reporter, saying basically that the number of deaths in states, and by the way, let's be clear about something before I get into these numbers. To be clear, the governors 
controlled the response regarding COVID. State by state, the governors made decisions, issued orders and directives that applied to all of the citizens in their state under the penalty of criminal violation, oftentimes. And it was the governors that issued these edicts. Not the federal government. We can get into blaming Trump for this and that. It's bull. And and I'm happy to debate that with anyone who wants to. Could he have done some things differently? Maybe on the margins, yes. But he did an outstanding job at the federal level. It, it's, it's really the differences that we see in the governors. And so when you look at states where... Uh, the governor locked down, shut down the economy, and you compare it to states where the governor didn't do that at all, other than maybe in isolated cases for a very short period of time. Uh, But in the comparables that I'm looking at, he he did it uh, not at all. Uh, When you look at that comparison, you see that the number of deaths per 100 People in the state are about the same or worse in the lockdown areas, states. Well, so that tells you that maybe what we should have done, because lockdown and not lockdown are are not the same. I would assume that everybody would prefer not to have lockdowns if the results would be the same either way. No lockdowns then. What governor would say, we're going to lock down anyway, even though we know that the results are going to be the same. Let's say we did know. Nobody would want the lockdown. Well, they did it. They did the lockdown. Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know that it wouldn't work. But now they should be admitting it didn't work. Because the numbers are stark, and this AP reporter writes, nearly a year after California Governor Gavin Newsom ordered the nation's first statewide shutdown because of the coronavirus, masks remain mandated, indoor dining and other activities are significantly limited, and Disneyland remains closed in California. By contrast, Florida has no statewide restrictions. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis has prohibited municipalities from fining people who refuse to wear masks, and Disney World has been open since July. Despite their differing approaches, California and Florida have experienced almost identical outcomes in COVID-19 case rates. And in addition, by the way, death rates. And how is it that two states with such divergent approaches have ended up with the same results? And I could go on to do other comparisons. You know, Connecticut and South Dakota are another example he writes about. Both rank among the 10 worst states for COVID-19 deaths per 100. Yet Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont, a Democrat, imposed numerous statewide restrictions over the past year after an early surge in deaths. And South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, as we all know, a Republican, issued no mandates as virus deaths went up in her state. So that's another example. Big state example, California and Florida. Small state example, Connecticut and South Dakota, and we could go on and on with more and more examples. Fact of the matter is, lockdowns did not work. The destruction of the economy was a mistake, shouldn't have happened. A $1.9 billion bill voted only on by Democrats, in support of by Democrats, was made possible because of the lockdowns and the destruction of the economy. And those lockdowns were the result of Democratic governors. Do you see what that connection is? 
Democratic governors made a big mistake. They called those who were opposed to lockdowns irresponsible and worse, murderers. They didn't care about the death rates. Christy Noam received uh, threats herself for her attitude on the subject, as did Ron DeSantis. But it was these Democratic governors that created the economic disaster, and it was these Democratic governors, well, they didn't create it. Coronavirus created it. China created it. And then lied about it, tried to cover it up, didn't protect against spreading it, and now it's around the world. But this crisis, as Rahm Emanuel said, as an advisor to Barack Obama, take it, you know, don't lose the opportunity to take advantage of any crisis. Well, this crisis they've taken advantage of, passing a $1.9 trillion supposed Corona safety bill. It's ridiculous. It was the result of these lockdowns. And then on a partisan vote, they pump $1.9 million in and they give the money to the blue states in large part. Maybe it's just coincidental. I don't know. What do you think, Jacob? Coincidental? Yeah, right. Coincidental. All right, we're going to come back. We're going to finish up a little bit on some of these uh, numbers regarding coronavirus. But then I want to talk about presidential politics and the Republican Party. Where's it going? Where are we headed? We'll probably mention Donald Trump in there. So make sure to stay with us. Go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. What next is the question? Rich gentlemen have it AM twelve eighty the Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. 
Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Ladies and gentlemen, indeed, we are back. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Give us a call if you have a chance. And we have time. We'll get you on the air, 651-289-4488. We are talking about COVID-19 and the handling of COVID-19, the pandemic, uh, the worst in, in our lifetimes. For sure, but more than that, it's uh, it's really, you know, it's it's a stark difference when you look at how the two political parties, the governors from each of the parties, generally have dealt with uh, this pandemic, and. I, I don't want to make the pandemic uh, political, but it's hard not to. It simply is. You just have to ignore it and stick your head in the sand to not see it. Besides the fact that the, the Democratic Party has made it political, completely political, by the bill that they just passed on along party lines without compromising one There were a couple of compromises, I think two or three, uh, in the entire bill. $1.9 trillion. You know, there's never been a a bill like that passed. United States Congress. And so while I don't want to make it political, it's hard to ignore. It's just staring you in the face. First, the blue state governor, Democratic governors lock down and destroy the economy, then they all vote not just to pump money in to assist uh, for coronavirus assistance, but for a laundry list of pork barrel and other liberal causes that uh, to to bloat government that uh, Republicans totally oppose. And so... It's it's simply hard, you know, to to ignore. Uh, to ignore that. One other point I want to make that I that I was uh, didn't on the other side of the break was is that uh, the nursing home deaths in this country are really the uh, a significant part of the failure. Listen, Scott Atlas has been talking about this for a long time. He's been poo-pooed. He's been canceled. He's been threatened. He's been intimidated. Uh, His reputation uh, destroyed. But he has been right. Oh, no, we're not listening to him. You know, he he was on the Trump team. He he is a (laughs) very intelligent uh, Stanford think tank professor in the area of it. No, he's not a, a scientist or a doctor, but but he is uh, an economist. Some would say he is uh, a, a scientist. Uh, and he, he understands these issues. He has studied them for decades. And when you know that over the age, and by the way, 
The articles were written in March of 2020, within weeks of the first death of coronavirus, that this virus attacks people over the age of 65. It's not like this wasn't known. And so what did we do? We did a general lockdown of everyone, crushed the economy, Yet 80% of those over the age of 65 died anyway. Maybe our protections related to those folks and what those folks needed to really do were different from what everyone else might have been able to do. Nursing homes, a perfect example. Of the top 11 states for nursing home deaths, during most of the pandemic period. Virtually all are in blue states. They just failed to protect those who needed the protection the most. And this lockdown and and failure to open schools is a continuation of bad policy. This is about public health policy, and it's been bad policy at the governor level at the governor level because those are the rules and orders that people followed. There were not federal coronavirus mandates. Now let's take a look at uh, politics beyond the coronavirus. You know, I I looked at, uh, I wanted to, Take a look at what, what, is the, what are the early prognostications, the early thoughts regarding uh, presidential politics. And I looked at a poll uh, that was taken about, I don't know, 90, 80, 90 days ago by McLaughlin and Associates. So it's after the election. It was in mid-December. Uh, the poll was taken, of Democratic primary voters regarding who they would vote for to be their nominee in 2024. Interesting. 54% were supportive of either Michelle Obama or Kamala Harris. 54%. 29% Obama, 25% Harris. 18% were undecided. But then it rolls very interestingly. The next biggest vote getter at 7% was Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Third highest on the list. Pete Buttigieg had 5%. Andrew Cuomo had 5%. Now he probably wouldn't get uh, 1%. Uh, But where his vote would go, might go to Buttigieg, who knows? But isn't that interesting? And then there were a whole, you know, all the rest of the uh, others at 2 or 3%. Ilhan Omar made the mark. She was in the group for the Democratic Party. It's just amazing. We got a call coming in from Rosemont. Uh, Mike from Rosemont. You know, I get to travel down to Rosemont. I've got a couple of clients down there. Enjoy the city. Enjoy uh, the Coke uh, refinery is down in Rosemont. Mike from Rosemont, question uh, for us or a comment on uh, the Victory Hour. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, can you hear me, sir? Uh, absolutely. Um. Very curious. You would almost think that this was all planned. You'd almost think that maybe, let's say, a, a virus was cooked up by an evil CCP regime that has no problem liquidating its own citizens, much less anyone else. And then you release that virus because. You know, there's a guy across the sea you don't like so much. You don't like his policies. And you can pretty much figure what the response will be is to lock people down. And then they take that. They turn that into a tool. 
and they make it all about getting rid of this guy. And we pack people into nursing homes and then we foist someone up, let's say a governor from an East Coast state and make him look real good. He's handling this virus. Think he even won an award. They're breaking their arms, patting himself on the back. And then I guess it turns out now we're letting people into the country that we're not sure if we should report who has the viruses, yet you're taking your own citizens and locking them down. You know, it just seems like it just might be some kind of plan. Or I don't know. Call me crazy. Well, Mike, uh, listen, you got to be careful. You come on the air, you're broadcasting those opinions. You could get canceled, Mike. I know I know you're you're aware of that potential. That is your opinion, and uh, on the Victory Hour, you can express your opinion, uh, and there it is. Uh, you know, you, you add all those things up, it would be quite a heck of a conspiracy if it were planned that way, but sometimes things just... Uh, come together even without a conspiracy, and people take advantage of crises, unfortunately. And sometimes our leaders take advantage of crises, and it's sad when that happens. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I don't know that it was uh, a coordinated uh, effort, but when crises occur and decisions are made, I sure as heck can't understand why we allow illegal immigrants into this country, and once they're here, we release them. Uh, to go who knows where uh, uh, without knowing whether or not they are carrying uh, coronavirus. I mean, it's incredible. That doesn't take a genius to figure out we need to be doing that. Uh, Thank you for your call, Mike. Uh, Troubling, troubling uh, as you lay it out. John from Egan now uh, on the line with the Victory Hour. John, uh, our hometown here, broadcasting from even Egan. Uh, go ahead. You're uh, on the air. Yeah. Hi, Andrew. Great show. Thanks for your show. You know, the just the thought about early the lack of early home treatment for this disease and the, the ignoring by state governments, national governments. Um, just a suggestion, there's a, a, a doctor named Dr. Peter McCullough from Baylor who's just an outstanding spokesperson for getting people treated at home via ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, budesonide, all the, the medications that have been proven to be effective for this disease. Um, he just recently testified before the Texas legislature. He was Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, had him testify nationally. I think he'd be an excellent guest if you could maybe line him up just to put our our uh, Health and Human Ser- Services Committee here in Minnesota on on the line and say why why did we ignore this early home treatment? Well, you know, John, you're. Your points are uh, very, uh, you know, they're insightful. And there are a lot of things that we did wrong. There are a lot of things, you know, arguably in hindsight, we could have done to save a lot of lives. Uh, home treatment uh, certainly is one of them. And in fact, spending the dollars to really attack and provide for, attack the virus and provide for uh, treatments. Uh, outside of the hospital or, uh, or, or even uh, in nursing homes to save lives. Uh, just this common sense, uh, it seems. Again, in retrospect. Well, folks, uh, we're talking COVID-19, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Republican primary voters and uh, compare to what the Democrats have come up with through this McLaughlin uh, poll. Stay with us. Give us a call if you like at 651-289-4488. Live on the Victory Hour. Go to ParkerDK.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. 
Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we're talking Republican primary voter politics, looking at presidential selections. The McLaughlin, uh, McLaughlin and Associates did a poll uh, 90 days ago in late December showing... Uh, Primary voters on the Republican side support at 56% Donald Trump, 11% Mike Pence. And then it goes down the list from there. Cruz, Romney at 5, 4. Uh, Tucker Carlson came in at 3%. And uh, DeSantis is on the list. Tom Cotton, Tim Scott. All three of them, I think, are strong candidates. DeSantis, Cotton, and Tim Scott. Uh, for the Republicans. And, you know, I have been a, a strong Trump supporter on policy from the beginning. And I believe he delivered. Uh, I, I do think that the Republican Party going forward with Donald Trump policies can do so, uh, but maybe with a different messenger, just because of the complete destruction uh, that the legacy media has engaged in against Donald Trump. Another messenger, one with just as big a spitfire, but maybe in a bit different way, and the same policies, and that'll be a heck of a Republican Party. We're going to be back next week with uh, Dr. Scott Jensen on the Victory Hour, running for governor. So make sure to join us. It should be an interesting discussion with the good doctor. Until then, should be some good uh, weather up here in the Northland. Enjoy it. Have a great week. Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel. Winning results. For more information, go to parkerdk.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa. 
Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. As we commemorate our 20th year on air, we also celebrate another powerful year of the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. Join us on Saturday the 20th from 1 to 5 for a very special edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, presented by Great Garage Door. You'll hear favorite voices from years past like John Hinderocker, Ed Morrissey, King Banyan, and more. We are AM 1280, The Patriot. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com. Celebrating.